0: Welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast. I am your host, Jay Free. In the studio, we are kb So KB, we miss you. The Don is uh, already taking your place. He's sitting in your seat. So I think you're going to have to come back soon and uh, kick him back down the table. Just keeping uh, it warm. Just yeah, Okay, he's keeping it. That's very nice of you. Very nice of you. And uh, to basically sitting in your seat now, we have our special guest, a man by, uh, known by the name of the Lumberjack. So welcome, Lumberjack. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're, we're here basically, we want to basically bring you in for an interview so we can kind of get to know you a little bit better. And then the second half of the podcast, we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead, uh, Season 7. Uh, second half of the Season 7 starts tonight Ooh. on AMC. I am pumped. There are going to be some spoilers, uh, obviously, so we're going to talk about some deaths and then on our final countdown, we're going to be – actually, I have some industry news. I don't know if you've ever been part of industry news.
1: I, I've sat and listened.
0: So you've listened to it. So we'll, you'll actually be talking about some industry Ooh. news. And then we'll, uh, we'll do our final countdown. And it's going to be between the two of us. And we're going to be talking about the most impactful deaths on the show so far that okay. have, have affected us the most. So – Without further ado, let's first talk about The Lumberjack. Um, and I do want to mention thank you guys for coming out. For those that are not in Massachusetts, the Northeast right now, we're getting hit with some more snow. We had uh, a little bit of a blizzard-like conditions a couple of days ago, which postponed our show on Thursday, so we decided to go live on Sunday because when we're talking about The Walking Dead, we don't want to talk about it after the fact. We want to kind of hype it up before it starts again, um, so we're, you know... Pedal to the metal, full throttle ahead. Walking Dead's coming back fast and strong, starting tonight. So let's talk about that. And I also want to say, you now, lumberjack, you mentioned you have watched the show for the first couple of seasons, correct?
2: Yeah, for I think the first four seasons.
0: Okay, the first four seasons. From from what you know of the walkers, do you think they'd be able to make it? And I'd like to see a Walking Dead-style show set like in New England somewhere with all the snow and seeing how walkers. Imagine like somebody walking through the snow and all of a sudden a walker pops up from a snowbank.
2: Yeah, yeah. be... that's, a, that's a good question about that because um, I don't know how, mo- how well they can acclimate to weather. And since we're 50 degrees one day and 20 the next, I don't know. I think there'd be frozen zombies everywhere. That'd be
0: cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. Zomb- you know, zombie um, popsicles.
1: It, it actually... Uh, walking Dead kind of touched on that a little bit. Do you remember when... Um, I want to say pre-prison... Or post-prison, um, Rick and the the Survivors, uh, it was actually, I want to say, um, in the comics, it's when Tyrese is part of the group. I'm not sure if Tyrese is with them at this point, but him, Herschel, Carl, they're all running house to house in that cold weather. Carl goes to eat the dog food. Rick just loses his mind on him. I don't. Not sure if you I don't. Remember. I don't
0: remember that. But speaking of the comic books, you have uh, the compendiums right I, here. I do. I That's do. That's pretty sick. That's awesome. So more more geek swag. That's geek swag. Audible. But well, let's let's put a like little pin right now into okay. the Walking Dead because I want to talk more about the Lumberjack here. Because um, I, I want to talk about. You guys both looked pretty tired. We were talking off air. <laughs> um, you guys didn't get much sleep last night, so kind of interesting. This is a Walking Dead themed episode where you two guys might be part of the Walking Dead here, but. Um, <laughs> What what do you guys have going on? I was I was lucky enough to be a guest pretty much on your show last night, um, so why don't we talk a little bit about that? How long you guys have known each other and what you essentially geek out on? So let, let's let's go let's do that.
2: All right. Well, I just wanted to say. Um, so yeah, we do have a separate thing, the Geek Geekasmic, um, and basically the way that started was uh, me and the Don we were playing uh, Elder Scrolls Online together. He's like, I was like, dude, you know what's up with the with the vr i want to check that out He's like, yeah you should come over and play so <laughs> i was just going over to play you know the vr um and he picked up resident evil 7 and before you know it, it turned into a broadcasting thing and now we have geek so that's basically where that
1: started it was just yeah. a
2: spur of the moment thing so
1: um yeah uh the lumberjack and i have known each other i want to say since my sophomore year of high school um, We am yeah. one year between us right yeah i, I yeah i met him
2: uh, yeah, freshman. You're a freshman, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing him. He was kind of like hyper and who yeah. he is now still. So.
1: <laughs> um so here's a funny thing. So I would um skip school with his older brother and go <laughs> and go over his house. Not condoning and, it. And he would be sitting there um playing what, Ultima Online? Yeah. He, he <laughs> was Online. like he was like geeking it when I was like I was geeking it too, but I was like Low, undercover geek in it. He was a closet geek. I was closet geek in <laughs> it. And, um, yeah, uh, Corey and I get along, like, real quick. Yeah. We we just, um, we both got into Dragon Ball Z at uh, the same time. Actually, a whole group of friends got into Dragon Ball Z at the same time. Um, video games has always been a big part of our friendship. Um, yeah, I mean... It's all stuff like that, right? Yeah. Anything
2: I'm missing? No, no. I mean, yeah, we used to play like old school Team Fortress Classic. <gasps> <Ooh!
1: laughs> yeah. Awesome so, old school video game reference. In the original
2: Counter-Strike, like that was when before you had like the permanent death each round. Like usually games was you die and just respawn, like playing Counter-Strike when that wasn't, that was new, you know? So that was cool.
0: Well, and I just want to say too, I appreciate you kind of filling in last minute here. It's it's much appreciated because Don and I can talk about this stuff. I know you haven't really, you know, watched recently, and I, I know we're, we're, we have some comments on that. But yeah, you are you are filling in last minute, so we appreciate that. Um, and it's, it's fantastic. Whatever you geek out for, man, this is the interview portion, so we'll get through that, and then <laughs> we'll we'll hit the ground running with some uh, industry news and, and and whatnot. But you guys do have your own channel, right? Correct. Let's talk a little bit about that.
2: Um, You want to lead on that, I
1: guess? Um, So Geek Asmic Gaming, Um, like you said, it it just was two guys hanging out, playing video games. Um,
2: So, yeah, we're broadcasting the games that we play. We just did uh, the For Honor beta. We did, like, I think we only did, like, 30 minutes of that last night. Um, But uh, so we have, like, a Twitch channel going on. Yeah. And then we have a Facebook page and group. It's, like, two separate things. I, I honestly don't understand why it has to be separate, but it's, like... The way they said that.
0: So up. and it's geek gasmic, but the, the the e's in the word geek are threes. Thirty Correct. threes. Yep. Yep. So, G- L- three, Larry three. Bird style. That's yeah. it.
1: Yeah, exactly. You No, know, represent New England. That. That's that's a good one. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, but so, um.
0: So we're getting some comments. I want to know who who is this crew? Let's let's hear it, bro. Uh,
1: let's that, hear it. Show me what you've got, uh, Gene. I'm the Don. You've you've seen me here with Jay Free before, definitely. Yes, yes. Gene. I'm usually over here. Yeah, yeah so
0: it's it's, it's so. been a little musical chairs. My my original co-host KB could not be here, and my my other co-host usually sits in that. So the guest would usually sit in that fourth seat, but we have nobody there right now. The snow scaring people. Just off. the wind. Yeah. So your Twitch channel. You we were talking about. It. I was uh, I was a guest on your show last night. Uh, just kind of commenting on. Uh, the four Honor beta, which yeah. was really, really cool. I mean, I, we didn't get through most of it. Um, yeah. And then we played some Resident Evil on the VR, so that was kind of fun. But you guys are running some contests on your channel, so again, go to, hit, hit them with the, 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 uh, the different areas that they can contact you.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. So you can follow our Twitch page. Um, so basically, if you go to our Facebook page, um, which is the G33K, G-A-S-M-I-C, Geekasmic um you'll find that page and you'll have some details about a giveaway we're doing for that as well and it will have the uh, link for the uh, twitch channel as well so that's and you guys you
0: guys are doing a contest there for people that like your facebook page share your videos like the twitch channel you guys are doing a little uh giveaway there but i'm not gonna i won't give away the giveaway Ah. (laughs) um but you guys can uh, go check out their channel and, and hear about that contest that's going on right now so anything else you guys want to touch on before we talk about some industry news
2: um, I don't know. I can't think of anything.
0: <laughs> okay. So I know you said you've only seen the first four seasons. Um, so some of this is going to be spoilers. And for people that haven't seen season seven yet, there's going to be some spoilers there too. But if you're watching the show right now and we're talking about the second half of season seven, you pretty much know what's going on. Chances are. So let's get into a little bit of industry news. <laughs> Okay, so so just some qu- quick couple things before we get into the final countdown. Um, so there was a Walker Stalker cruise. So Walker Stalker is kind of like a convention uh, for those fans that are specifically fans of Walking Dead. They usually have most of the cast of The Walking Dead appear. It's kind of like a mini Comic-Con, but focal- focalized. Is that a word? Focused?
1: Focused. I'm going to
0: make up a word. Focalized. Focalized. <laughs> focalized. Focused on the cast of The Walking Dead and fans of The Walking Dead. Um, there's also Heroes and Villains Fan Fest, which I go to. Um, in New York, it's more of the CW shows, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, but they've had some Gotham folks on and stuff. But point being, on this Walker Stalker cruise, there was a Q&A with uh, Michael Cudlitz, and he basically revealed how he learned that Abraham was going to be on the end of Negan's Bat. And he mentions, I was visiting my son at college, and I got a phone call. Scott Gimple wants to meet with you next week, is what the voice said. <laughs> so... Uh, Scott, who is the showrunner, hadn't met with him in two years. So he happened to say, I was like, all right, I'm dead. Let's call Scott and confirm this. <laughs> so he also states, at the time, he said it would, it would be both me and Steven Young, who plays Glenn, but he wasn't sure if it would be at the end of season six or the beginning of season seven, mostly because he didn't know if they'd be able to keep it a secret that long. And the only way that would have worked was if they really went for it. They decided we would we would go for it, and it sort of worked. I was kind of expecting it because Abraham's story had already been told so far as the graphic novel. So you mentioned that earlier, his yeah. story you know the graphic novel, Abraham's story had kind of fleshed out. His death was different. I believe it was Denise that got his death in the show when they were walking on the railroad tracks. The tracks yeah. Um, so basically, they they kind of and I I when I was watching it, I thought they were not going to kill Glenn because. They killed Abraham, and I was I was kind of surprised by that. Um, so, just I want to reach out to you guys, and, and this is again not having seen it, but so basically they wrapped up this this character Negan, which uh, if you haven't read the comics and, and you haven't seen up the, the re- he's he's like the governor turned up to eleven. Not I can't even compare him to the governor. Actually, it's two separate characters. The governor in the comic book was one certain way. Uh, David Morrissey played him a different way in the show. But like as far as villains go, this guy is. He's charismatic, but he's so sadistic as well, and he's 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 just like brutal with like, the way he does things. He just doesn't give a damn. I'm going to try to keep this yeah. as clean as possible because we are a PG show. Um, but he's he basically has this bat barbed Ooh. wire Lucille, um, and toward the end of season six, the the group was kind of cornered. Our, our main group of folks and he sh- it showed the camera shows him smashing somebody over the head, and a lot of people felt slighted by that because they felt it was kind of like a cop-out, like, you're not going to show me, you're going to leave this as a cliffhanger Ooh. until season seven. Just from a storytelling standpoint, how do you guys feel about that? Do you think they should have showed the death at the end of season six, or do you think wait until the premiere, like however many months later in season seven?
2: I, I personally, I think, like that's such a strategic thing to do. Like they have to leave a hanger like that to to pull you back. So, but I mean, honestly, from a viewer
1: standpoint, it would, it would just kill me. (laughs) So I, um, as a viewer, I was so angry with it as one of us. I was like genius because literally (laughs) five minutes after the episode ended, the internet went crazy. Speculation. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly. who it is. It's going to be this one. Did you hear how we said it? Let's do the any mini miny mo thing again and count from one side to the other. Um, it was crazy. Um, Beth and I talked so much about who we thought it was. I want to say for like a solid like week and a half, two weeks. Oh, it could have been this one. Every time I'd click on Facebook, it it, it it would you know give me the notification like, oh, read this right now. It, it, this is who it was, and this is why. Um, I, I really, I I knew it was Abram. Like I could just call it because of just that comment. Oh, you're taking it like a champ.
0: Abra yeah. Well, Abraham is former military. Yeah.
1: So, so uh, that's that's where I was really going. With See, it.
0: from a, for, a storytelling standpoint, though, from for like I kind of liked it. I was extremely mad at the end of season six. We're like, who is? This? I get to wait till you know October now to to figure out who this was. But at the same time, it makes sense because why would you want to end the season? On such like a, a a horrible, I mean, it's it's a downer no matter what you look at. You know, yeah. somebody got it at the end of season six, and it's like to, to kind of carry that forward. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be so depressed or, or saddened by the death of this character now at this the end of no. season six. I'll wait till season seven. I can still start off on that low, and then you can see him build back up because from a storytelling standpoint, it makes more sense to see him at their lowest point at the beginning and see them how they how they grow and how they how they deal with it as as it moves on.
1: The first half of this season, um, you know, I couldn't help but to like be drawn in, but I was aggravated episode after episode after episode, just like aggravated with this group I've grown to love. But what ended up happening as I ended up looking at Negan, I'm like, wow, this guy's a monster. I like Negan. So the fir- the whole first half of the season pushed me away from my group and Made me like the saviors. I'm like, I, I could be one of those riders, you know? I wouldn't break any rules because I didn't want my face getting burnt up, and I, I wouldn't work the point system. So I, I would have to be one of those uh,
0: those dirty riders. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting that you say that, because that that's going back to the comparison between the governor and Negan. I mean, we we've had, you know, Terminus. We've had some other like big bads as you call them the 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 big villains of the season but i think number 1 and number 2 is negan and the governor depending on how you want to rate them i think those are the two biggest yeah um and i just think that's that's the major difference where the governor was charismatic but i don't think at any point you were like oh i can i kind of want to be buddies with this guy cuz you know that this guy's a dirtbag where negan he's he's brutal and he's he's intense but at the end of the day he's like Dude, I I could see myself have I, I have a friend like this guy that has a personality similar to you know obviously not to the extent, yeah, but no. but he's just he's very charismatic and, and and charming in that sense.
1: I feel um I wanna see if you agree with me. Negan's straightforward. Governor was a manipulator.
0: Like he See, I think I think Negan does too, but he he more rules through fear and he backs up. Uh, what he's threatening because he he leads he's the alpha male you yeah. know what I mean no no pun intended with what's coming up guys <laughs> um, but uh yeah I think I think he's more of the alpha male type where where you're like the governor kind of true to his name is a little bit more underhanded a little bit more conniving and he's playing people against each other yeah. and he's you know like especially with andrea telling her one thing and you know he's doing another thing and, and where negan's kind of like yeah this is what I'm doing and I'm gonna back it up and I think that's that's a little bit more because he's so brutal. He basically says what he wants to do, and then he goes out and he does it. Where the governor is telling you one thing, but then he does what services him in the long run. So I think that's the difference between the two. But I, I agree to an extent with what you were saying previously. Like the savior is like I could see myself running with that. Crew. Oh yeah, like, that's why I think not the whole crew, but like even Dwight to some extent is like okay, I want to learn more about this guy because there's there's something going on about him. Um, I just, I just, I really, and that's the thing. It's like Jeffrey Dean Morgan is killing it, no pun intended, as the as Negan, and he's just, he's amazing at what he does.
1: He was, um, he was on a talk show the other day, and he was actually on uh, the Walker Stalker cruise as well. Oh, was he?
0: Yeah, very cool. Well, so we we talked about at the end of season six, and then you know, right now Rick is basically bowing down to Negan. He's kowtowing to him and doing what he wants, and he's his errand boy now. The group is kind of all at different locations, different uh, settlements, different camps, if you will. Okay. So uh, another piece of uh, industry news, piece number two, during an AMC question and answer, the executive producer, uh, Gail Ann Hurd, was asked whether the survivors are ready to face off with Negan. And she said, absolutely, they're ready, because we saw toward the end of the first half of season seven, it looks like everybody was kind of coming back together. Daryl was back. You know, the different the different camps are kind of... Oof forming up and she goes absolutely they're ready the survivors not only want to rise up they're going to take it to Negan and she continued they need a few things they need to enlist compatriots who are going to go to war with them and they're also going to need weapons because sadly I don't think they have enough of either I think we're going to see them solve that problem or at least attempt to so second half the season that's what I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Rick trying to basically bring all these different uh, settlements together and and form the super group to go against Negan
1: well, so we can look at it like this. I, I totally wish you had seen, like, at least, like, some of the season. So, um, we look at You're the You're missing out, man. You you are totally missing out. And this, may, maybe this will fire you up and make you, like, reinvest in it. So, we have the kingdom. Yeah, I guarantee that. They have numbers, but no real weapons. Uh, we have the woman settlement that have the weapons and no real numbers. Um... We have our good old boys, you know. We have uh, Alexandria, who we really don't have too much of anything. We have some skilled, trained killers, but we, you know. We're, we're, soldiers. Soldiers. We'll call, we don't call them killers. Yeah. We we'll call them soldiers. Yeah. But, I mean, th- this is, don't, don't be afraid, people. This is, this is a walking dead thing, and we know. Um, think of uh, Rick's little, uh, his speech that he has. how many walkers have you killed? How many people have you killed? You know, like, yep. he, I, I love that little speech. And then, you know, why? Yep. Like, what's the reason, you know? Um, <coughs> so I, I would love to see them all come together. Well,
0: but, I'm going to drop some spoilers on you folks right now, because this was from <laughs> Entertainment Weekly. So uh, basically, uh, to set it up, the little tag at the end of the first half of season seven showed somebody watching them. And they had some. Uh, we only saw their boots. Do you know? Well, according to what we hear from Entertainment Weekly, again, spoilers, so click off if you don't want to hear that now, um, the photo shows uh, Rick Grimes standing in front of a pile of junk. Two women and a man are behind him, looking on as he talks to a person with their back to the camera. That person appears to be a young woman with a very cool, punky jacket, and that's from Entertainment Weekly. Um, the executive producer, Scott Gimple, won't confirm anything that's happening in the photo, I'm just going to say is Rick is going to meet this person and or persons pretty quickly. The answers are just around the heap. I don't know if that's a pun. I cannot wait for people to meet this character and to see this actor. There's some formidable fun coming up. And it's pro- it looks like it's going to happen the second episode of the second half. So could this person be from another community? Yeah. Oh, well, that's great. I forgot I set an alarm because we had originally uh, planned to do this at three o'clock. So I'm gonna have to shut my other alarm off. But that's a little bit of uh, Matt Hardy for you. So that's something else yeah. that's happening tonight. For those that watched our wrestling show, Elimination Chamber is tonight too. So how are we gonna? How are we gonna decide? How are we gonna oh decide? I'm watching Walking Dead. I'm sorry.
1: I. Uh, goodness, this is, it's so tough, I mean I'm fired up for The Walking Dead, and I, I know Beth is probably going to be completely pro-Walking Dead, so I may have to watch Elimination Chamber tomorrow or something, but um, I want, like, you just you brought up uh the, the Mysterious Boots, this guy keeps showing up, right? Well, you don't see anything, could Who be a says woman Who says be it's a, says a guy? Woman. Yeah, you just, um like at the end of first half season six, like when all this like different stuff is going on, you just it keeps zooming in on somebody like watching Rick.
0: Somebody's observing. Yes, the observer.
1: <laughs> um, so it's really cool, really really cool. But
0: that's that's what the rumor is. And again, spoilers. Um, it might be that there's a new community that's basically their whole community set in a junkyard. So think about like the weapons you could make from like scrap metal, and and how think about trapping and 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 uh, killing walkers in a junkyard. Some of the ingenious stuff you could do with the stuff you find in a junkyard yeah oh,
1: yeah. i'm yeah, sure you could rig yeah. some stuff up <laughs> oh, yeah not only uh Lumenjack's, uh besides being a tech wizard he, he can do some stuff to cars too so <laughs> zombie apocalypse hits so this is who the guy you want in your corner oh, he's definitely yeah, oh, he's yeah. definitely in i'll in make my i'll make like a like out of the,
2: f- the fan to cool the uh radiator or like make a blade out of it you know just... <laughs> well slice and dice i get or, okay. <laughs> i got
0: you i got you so those, those are my news pieces. All right. So any other thoughts of what you want to see in season seven? Do you think we're going to see the end of Negan in season seven, or do you think he's going to continue on? I mean, you and I have both read the comics, so we know, we know where, what yeah. happens to the character in the comics, but the show is not always like the comics.
1: No, because of the butterfly effect.
2: Yeah, isn't he still alive in the in the comic universe? In the comic
0: books, Negan is still alive, and he has a pivotal role. I I won't spoil that, um, but yeah, he's he's doing some stuff in the comics right now. Um, so that and I mean I believe uh, the rumor, and I can't confirm this because I don't have it up, but I I believe Jeffrey Dean Morgan signed on for season eight. Yeah. So are we going to see the end of Negan? We could, and still see him in flashbacks. Um, yeah. We could see. We don't know, but I I think right now what he's bringing to the show is. He's bringing this villain that you love to hate, but you also love to love, and it's just it's it's incredible. So I'm curious to see how the survivors all band together, how our group all bands together. What's going to happen? Uh, we're seeing Maggie take a more prominent role in uh, Hilltop, um, so that's you know that's yeah. kind of going around with the com going along with the comics. So I'm I'm hoping to see what happens with her, um, Carl. I always think The Walking Dead, the show, is always about Carl. I don't think Rick's the major hero at all. I think it's eventually going to be Carl's story, but we'll see what happens. I love that
1: you said that, Beth. Like I say it to you all the time. It's it's crazy.
0: Car- Carl's, I think it's all about Carl. I think that's the whole point of, of the, the show. I love the memes. Yes.
1: Quarrel. <laughs> <Yeah. Coral! laughs> they use that for everything. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, the one I can think of off the top of my head, he's talking about... Why is an iPod like a, an iceberg? Because it's sinking, Coral. It's oh. sinking. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> yep, yep. That's I mean,
0: they're, they're, they're funny memes. You can go on any, like, online and look. Just talk, type in Carl Walking Dead memes and you'll see a ton of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all really bad dad jokes. with, <laughs> And it's a scene that's, when you taken out of context, it's hilarious. But if you know where the scene is coming from, from watching that show, it's like, oh. wow, this is a horrible, horrible scene. Brilliantly acted acted by by both Andrew Lincoln and Chandler Riggs. Like Whew. they were amazing in that scene, you know, depending on, you know, who and you see what happened. That was at the prison. That was with Lori. Yeah. Um Judith's birth. Yeah. Like it's it's, it's such a great active scene and it's such a touching and sad moment and they turn it into a joke and kind of makes it a little bit more lighthearted for me personally. But yeah. um so uh yeah let's uh let's talk about our the top three deaths that affected us the most, right?
1: You wanna do top three? You wanna throw
0: Oh, well, look at you throwing the monkey wrench. Well,
1: no, I mean, we could probably throw. we probably get a little. we, we got about go half an hour left. Okay.
0: Yeah, we can do. Let's do top three. Let's okay, do top let's go. three. Let's Truck it out. So we, the, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the top three deaths that affected us the most. And this is on my favorite segment of the podcast, and we call it The Final Countdown. Yes, the final countdown. So starting off, it's only the two of us today, so this is going to be interesting. I think, I think we'll keep it um, top three, and then we'll have any like parting thoughts before we get on. I just thought of this, is not here to say the catchphrases, so that's going to be interesting. But uh, and we, and it's not the weekend anymore, so how are we going to do this? I got it. Okay, good. Don's going to take care of it. Let's start with our number three. So number three, death on The Walking Dead TV show that affected you the most.
1: All right, easy. I just had to reset my order in my head. So, my number three um, probably one of the first biggest ones uh, Shane, losing Shane. Now, <coughs> so,
0: s- some backstory. So, yeah, so Shane is going a little crazy at this point. He is in love with Lori and doesn't like the fact that Rick is back. Rick's kind of undermined his leadership. Yeah. Um, so, he goes basically out on Herschel's farm to kill Rick. And uh, Rick ends up killing him. Yeah. So and then what happens from there?
1: So, I mean, I'm just going to... I'll give... Because that anybody who's watching even a little bit of Walking Dead to probably get to that, that point. Right. This is why Shane um, being taken out of the picture is such a big loss for me personally. Um, we look at some situations that Rick puts this group in. And um, with Shane being there like as, say, Rick's right-hand man, or whatever whatever you want to call it. Um, these situations wouldn't happen, I feel. I feel like Shane would take a small... Actually, Shane would probably roll by himself and take the governor out. Easy. Um, the Terminus situation, I feel like Shane would be cutting them up, eating them. <laughs> and, and this whole Negan thing, th- this Negan thing would be... You know, just another day in the, in the ballpark for. Uh, you bring
0: up a good point. You, but do you think that Shane would be too much of a wild card? Where I think Rick is a little bit more calculated with what he does. I think Shane is more kind of, he lashes out a little bit more. And just, so I, I don't know. I agree with you. Like he's different. And the other thing is, is that look at Shane's tactics versus what Rick believed in season one now rick has kind of surpassed what shane's done and he like maybe shane was ahead of the curve but was shane is he more lashing out is he more unruly and is rick more calculated or do you think that shane was more calculated as well
1: i think Lori blinded shane i think that's what it was but if that whole situation would have been worked out like the Lori shane cuz you got, you got through all that oh, so yeah. so what this this is actually a good pop for you, you know you'd be able to chime in on um I really feel that Shane and Rick would grow together to a new level of destruction on these crews and don't you know we also have Daryl growing with them like oh Mike Abraham like all of these guys would their killing their whatever tactics would grow to a whole nother level
0: I say Ooh. well there's a good question uh, from Beth would would Shane side with Negan
1: wow uh, Beth what if
0: they threw that little storyline Beth,
1: he would fit in with them. The whole how about when um Shane was getting ready to take off with Andrea? Yep. That that was an Beth, good job. Yeah. Um yeah, actually he would fit in perfect with them. He would probably be a top rider, have his own house, two wives, three wives, whatever it is. Shane would fit in with that. Or
0: or but again, would Shane try to take Negan's power? Because I don't think Shane plays second fiddle to anybody at that point.
2: No. Shane, no, from uh, what you, from what I mean, from what I see, as far as I don't know, it, it, wasn't he. Wasn't he struggling with the idea of of um, Rick like being and calling place all the shots, was? being being, in, yeah, yeah, like so. For, so this was other that dude just to just because in? of Lori, or was it?
0: I, I think I think Negan with his bat coming in and, and swinging around, and he's like, yeah, I'm the man. This, is, I think Shane would have a problem with that. I think yeah. Shane, if he didn't end up dying by Rick's hand in season one, I could see Shane being the one taking the bat.
1: But think of this. We're actually, nobody – This what, what I'm about to say right now is uh, hypothetical. Um, we've never seen the Shane-Merle uh, dynamic. No. So we don't – know. like Merle just doesn't seem like he'd take orders from anybody. We don't know what that camp was like prior to Rick coming to that camp. True. So I, I really – I don't know how Shane was in that specific group. I know how he tried to be in this group. But um, I don't know, man. I, I, I just – I hated Shane as a character, and then I love Shane as a character. Actually, every single person I'm going to talk about, I started off hating, and then I ended up loving them. It's I, weird. I, 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 didn't, I didn't really
2: like Shane, but at the same time, I didn't want to see him go either. Like, I felt like he, he, was, he played a big part in it. It was, it was, it was so, kind of surprising the way it went when he
1: – I don't know. I, I just
0: – Well, I'm, I'm just interested because I think uh, I'd like to see Frank Castle take out Shane. Frank Castle. Frank Castle. Oh, my
1: God. That was so good. I'm such a big fan of Daredevil.
0: I cannot so wait. So he goes from playing Shane to playing Frank Castle. <laughs> he's oh, yeah. he's, he's oh, going to be awesome. Yeah, okay. oh. He's going to be awesome <laughs> on that. They're doing a Netflix series based on that, so I can't wait for that.
1: Prison scene.
0: Yep. All so, right. we had a
2: tree, so he's breaking off into a, into a Punisher. And yeah, like, man, there's going to be a Punisher. I forgot about that. Yeah, check that That's out. That's so awesome.
0: No, it's he not going to be that, for a I while. They are filming. They were filming it, I think, a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago, but yeah.
2: I think then, his character. He, I mean, he did good yeah. being a Punisher, and I yeah. think he did well.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So that's your number three? Yeah. My number three, uh, somebody else already kind of mentioned it. Uh, Casey already mentioned my number three, but uh, my number three is Herschel. So I, I, why this affected me the most is, again, they're at the prison, the governor has him uh, captured, and the whole part of that season was Herschel with his, like, peaceful nature was saying we don't have to be at each other's throats we don't have to and just to see like rick giving that speech like even after what the governor's done to them we can work together we can share this place we can we can grow together we need each other to survive and the governor has uh uh, the katana uh right now oh my god why am i blanking on her name michonne michonne thank you Jesus. Wow, brain fart. Michonne's katana, and he's got it up to Herschel's neck. And you see Herschel's face just so happy that Rick is, like, understanding what they need to do. And Rick is becoming a man of peace. And then the governor just goes, liar. And he chops his head off. And for his two girls to be there and seeing that, his two children, Aww. that, like, that is heart-wrenching to me. And it was a gruesome death, not as gruesome as this season, but just to see the, the, the cut in his neck and the blood spurting out. It was just that and his children being present after he's already lo- lost so much and he gained a son in glen and then he's trying to like te- you know rick is like finally understanding like yes we can we can we need to grow together we need to rebuild our humanity after everything we've lost and to see the governor just take it away it's it's wow. uh crazy
2: i liked Herschel.
1: yeah i did I you know. just you brought such emotion back to me that whole speech like it hurt my heart watching it and then to see what followed. I was like, oh my God. Like, real Like, I know um, it, it was different from comic to TV show, but I knew what was right. going down no matter what. But so I was like, what an alliance this would be. What an alliance. And I'm like, oh, well, let's just count down five, four, three, two, one. My heart's broken. But Herschel was good, no? Yeah, I, I was, I don't know. I was disappointed to see him go because I felt like he was like, he was had
2: a strong character, you know. It was, I don't know. I just I plus
0: the, plus the medical knowledge was like you know yeah. that's that's like again. Well,
2: if it wasn't for him, they
0: well, that's the thing. So now it's like now you're trying to survive after this whole thing goes down with the governor, and now you don't have like somebody that knows you know the the basic like life support. Type. Granted, he was I think he was a veterinarian. Yeah. he was a vet. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, it's like okay, here's somebody that can like stitch up your wounds or like if you happen to get shot or stabbed or whatever. He like somebody that could had Pretty much, you know, an extensive medical knowledge to to help treat you. You take that away, plus just his peaceful nature. Yeah. So you leave, and granted, like now they have, or do they? They had, you know, certain people. Now they have somebody at Hilltop, I think. Hilltop, they do. But like surgeon. again, you, you figure. You need somebody that that's somebody you have to have within your group, no matter what, even if it's a small survival group, somebody that knows how to bind wounds and and fix you up and stitch you up. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> that's so in that, that situation. and then just the, like I said, the, the peaceful nature of them and then just to have that taken away by this violent man and have like the one father figure almost. It's like watching your dad die, you know, and yeah. To you know, and it's just it's it's uh, it was very it, it hit me hard. That's a, um, that's
1: a good
2: one. Am I, so, am I remembering correctly, but he ended up on one leg at one point, yes, right? Yes, he did. Cause he had, cause to
1: stop the... Yep. Okay, all right. Yep. right. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. So what ended up happening is that was not supposed to be Herschel getting the leg hacked off. That was actually Dale, who we saw uh, die at Herschel's farm. Yep. But uh, Dale was the one who got his leg lobbed off. Oh, really? And um, they ended up killing Dale's character off earlier in the TV show, so they supplemented it by Herschel's leg which was a gruesome scene. Correct. So you yeah, I you uh, like read a lot of the Yeah.
2: All right. It, so at what point I'm just curious. So at what point do you see it really started to stray
1: away from the comics? I the... you I would say right in the first compendium it starts
0: going Yeah. Crazy. I mean they they do uh, and I think what what they're doing is Kirkman's like saying, "Okay, how is how are the audience reacting to certain characters on the show with their interpretation and how can I change like like for example in the comics Andrea is with Rick romantically and right now it's Michonne yeah. so they gave her story arc to Michonne to do and they they killed Andrea off on the on the show so they they do a couple different things but you know they Rick loses a hand in the comic books he has yet to lose it on the on He the can't co- lose his no. hand on the no. TV show they can't do that no. to me. Well that's why I thought when they they season 7 where they were going to have him chop Carl's oh. arm off I was like oh Man, maybe it's going to happen to Rick, and they didn't do it. But again, uh, you'd have to do either some type of prosthetic or CGI. Yeah. And they kind of did that with Merle a little bit. So, so I was hoping that took the place that took, of it. Yeah, that makes sense, too. Um, so let's move on to number two.
1: Well, you led in perfectly to number two for me. Number two was Andrea. Um, Andrea is one of my favorite characters. Um, again, I started off hating this woman, like, beyond hating her. She was just whiny. She wanted to die um, in Atlanta. Like, uh, you know, Dale had to babysit her constantly. She was just so whiny. I could not stand her. I was just going to say I couldn't stand her. I I really, really (laughs) disliked her. I even started to dislike her more when she went with the governor. But I, I kind of, like, sat back for a minute. I'm like, this woman has become such an amazing survivor her skills are so fine-tuned um i'm gonna stay away from comic stuff here but i'm just i'm gonna focus specifically on who she became on that tv show she was amazing um and then you know when she finally goes like she's she's gonna kill the governor she is going to do it and then everything just crumbles like right before me. And, and even <laughs> watching the scene as she dies, I'm like, no, they're not going to do this to me. They are not going to do this to me. She's going to get out and this is going to happen. And, and no, I lost, I lost my Andrea. Um, it, w- it was just like a big letdown. Like I love, Beth makes fun of me, but I love Michonne. I think Michonne's character is awesome. But I would love for that to be Andrea. So um, Andrea is definitely my number two.
0: So my number two actually ties in, and thank you again, Casey. Uh, she ranked that on her number three as well. Cause she grouped them together, but Herschel's daughter, Beth. I was so like torn by her death. Now, is that did she make your list? No, I just I have okay. to
1: make. Can I say one thing? Go for it. You're picking all the emotional deaths. I'm no, picking well, all the strategic well, deaths. Well, here, here's the thing.
0: My my number one, I think you're not going to even guess. Okay. So this is this is going to be interesting. Are you but you're right. I am to guess before you say. I, I can. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. <laughs> but it, you're right. It, it's it's an emotional it's an emotional guess too. Uh, it's an emotional pick as well. But this one, I think it's it's more from the storytelling standpoint where Herschel was kind of you know the father figure, the peaceful figure. You know, uh, somebody mentioned on the comments the moral compass, which yes. great point. Um, so that, that was amazing. But then Beth was kind of the innocence of the group. So no matter all the hard, like, cause we saw, we saw Carl, Carl kind of lost his innocence, you know, through this whole thing because he grew up as a young kid and had to deal with all this death. Beth was a young kid and grew up with like in a peaceful time. And she was like 16 or 17 when everything happened or, you know, and she, she still had like the, the remembrance of being a child and, and just being like this carefree person. And even through like the prison scenes and whatnot, she was the one that was singing to Judith and taking care of Judith, yeah. you know, and just being this. She she still believed in the good of people, and then everything that went down with her storyline, and when she you know with Noah and all that stuff, it's just it happened to be like. And then she she didn't even die by a walker. She didn't even die by a. a <laughs> oh, no, she didn't. Even she have died to die. because it was it was it was an essentially an accident. You know, she was being held by like, like this this cop in her group within the this the hospital. hospital. And she was basically it was kind of like Negan Light almost, like do these chores, and this is what you have to do, and yeah. you have to like and then she ended up stabbing her when the group actually found her, and the cop was holding him off with a gun and accidentally shot Beth in the head, and then whole thing happened. And just to see that and to see Daryl, who's like, you know, this big tough guy, you know, with the heart of gold carrying like this one like young girl who kind of like represented all the innocence of the group of what humanity wants to strive to be again yeah. and just just seeing her carry her lifeless body and having her sister like race there as he's carrying out her body and seeing her collapse that 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 just killed me from an emotion so that's the one that really affected affected me
1: oh man
0: so that's my number two
1: see that those were t- uh, two emotional scenes so we're going on to
0: number one we're going on to so number i, one.
2: I
1: are you gonna
0: do well, your I, number I, one I first? I have, do have to do, do my number one okay. first.
1: <laughs> but um, your two picks that you're you're three and two are 3 and 2 are going to make me go back and and start The Walking Dead over again you just so to. I can experience those scenes again. Those ah. two scenes that you just talked about affected me in such a way it was crazy. Yeah, you guys got me hyped up to.
0: You're gonna catch up. You're gonna have to. I'm,
1: I'm so behind now. Yeah, you're but... not
0: you're not that behind. So we were talking about that. There's two other seasons that you can catch up on Netflix and binge watch. Thirteen episodes, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: so that's like you know. Two you can do, you can do yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you don't sleep, which you, you're not accustomed to, yeah, I know I got day. two
1: hours sleep in 40 hours, so, <laughs> so I, just don't, keep, just I don't a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so my number one, I feel like people are gonna be like, "Oh, it's such a cookie cutter answer," but it's not, and I will get into why it's not. Um, my number one loss, you know, broken heart was was Glenn, and um, I think a lot of people would agree with that, though. I bet it's for different reasons, though. So, yeah. I'm obsessed with zombie apocalypse. I say this with... Whenever we talk about anything, everybody knows. <laughs> I'll look at a car, and I'll point to it, and I'll say, Beth, that's a perfect zombie apocalypse vehicle. <laughs> Beth, if the world ends tomorrow, we're holding up here. Like, I'm always pointing and, out this stuff. And it's like
0: a, what, Toyota Corolla? Toyota
1: Corolla. <laughs> Listen, maybe in Fall River, but... Um, yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, I always point these things out. But, um... Realistically, if the zombie apocalypse happened right now, I'm no I'm no Rick. I'm no Daryl. I'm no Michonne. I don't have any of these abilities that these people have. When I started off watching The Walking Dead, Glenn was the guy who snuck in and out of the city, broke in and out of buildings, climbed like that's me. Like you guys know, like that is exactly 100% the the character that I would be. Then, um, like he's a people person. I'm a people person. The way he interacts with different members of the group, like Glenn, was a very important person, like to me specifically. I'll say um, so much stuff that he's gone through. Um, like, how about when? Uh, my goodness, I can't think of the, name. the governor's town. Woodbury. We'll uh, uh that's pretty close um so a Woodbury scene when they had him tied up and and he breaks free and 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 kills the walker um the comic book was a lot more gruesome. the whole Woodbury stuff in the comics uh graphic novels, if you haven't checked it out and you have a strong stomach, check it out but um everything that goes on, like you know his love um for maggie uh the the bonding with herschel um His leadership skills, when stuff... uh, You know, when he gets sick at the... Like, everything, his whole story grabbed me. And I felt like the whole time I'm watching Glenn, I'm like, well, that would be me. Like, that right there. I would learn how to do this stuff. Like, as far as, like, you know, weapons and this and that go. Like, Glenn represented who I would be in the zombie apocalypse. And losing him, it just... It it really, really destroyed me. Especially because, I'm going to be honest with you, I thought... Abram sacrifice, well, sacrifice TV wise saved you know the me of the show. And um no. It didn't happen. My heart was broken when Darryl I saw it.
0: Daryl just him. had to lash out. Uh,
1: did mm-hmm. I say Daryl? No, no, no. Oh, no. Daryl. Daryl yeah. had to lash out oh, and man. cause that second.
0: And I just think that's what they're trying to do. I think they're trying to because, you know, Daryl's a fan favorite of the show. Oh, I, think, God, yeah. I think they're trying to get viewers to dislike him a little bit. So that when he finally sacrifices himself or something, because he's, I don't know if it's going to happen this season or next season, but as the seasons crawl on, everybody's going to go at some point. Yeah. So as long as he goes out like a hero, I'm cool with that. Like he goes down guns blazing. When it happens, it happens, you know, so you got to kind of prepare for that. Um, do you want to guess my number one?
1: Your number one is probably going to be someone
0: like Bob. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um... I actually have an honorable mention. <laughs> <If> <laughs> like, I- <laughs> they ate the tainted meat. <laughs> um,
1: okay, I'm going to scroll through my head really quick. Laurie's too emotional, so I know it's not that. You said this one wouldn't be it. is it
0: it's It's emotional, but it's also very much a character driving character building moment Sophia: Sophia' is my honorable mention. Oh
1: that was close so say, yeah, my I'm my bad. my <laughs> number one
0: is uh, Lizzie and Mika. Look at the flowers. Look at the flowers. Oh my god! Straight out of uh, of mice and men with yeah. uh, you know Lenny. Um, so basically, yeah, like Sophia. We saw Carol. Carol to me is the one character that I'm amazed at and watching her pr- uh, progression in the show, her character progression from starting off as just like a you know housewife that gets beaten and abused to like then she starts standing up for herself and then she's taking care of Sophia. Sophia disappears. She kind of mm. hardens a little bit. And thinking she's never going to see her again, she's dead. They're searching for for her to be captured in in, in Herschel's barn, and for her to come out. That was a heart wrenching moment. And it's like, oh, her daughter's actually dead. And Asir kind of almost like become almost a protector to the children at the prison. Yeah. And then come to find out that two of the girls, one of them's a sociopath. That you know her, her name happens to be Lizzie, and in Fall River, Massachusetts, that's never a good thing. <laughs> um, but Lizzie basically, you know, ends up. Uh, killing her sister, thinking she's going to rise up again. It's okay. She won't die. I didn't hurt the brain. She'll come back, and Ugh. we can play, and this and that, and she won't have ever... it. And then for for Carol, especially with Carol having to make the hard decisions, she ended up killing um, uh, Tyrese's girlfriend, right? They, yeah, they, she and to... somebody else. Yeah, no? she ended up killing a couple people at the prison because they were sick with the, like a flu, and when they passed out and they died and they returned as zombies, she ended up burning their carcasses, and there w- was a mystery of who did that for the longest time come to find out it was Carol. Tyrese wanted to kill whoever that was. He ended up alone with her in a, in a cabin with the two girls and Judith when everything went down in the prison. And for him to be like, to see what she's going through and having to kill Lizzie by having her look at the flowers because knowing she would not be able to get better. Yep. To me, that was like, this is what Carol's all about now. Carol is becoming a tactician. She's learning she needs to do what she needs to do to survive. And now to see her now... At this point, she's just like, I'm done with all of it. I can't kill anymore. I can't be this person anymore. And for her to just want to kind of live in solace outside of the kingdom, it's like it's it's interesting to see where her character's gonna go. But I think I think just like to see her progression from like this abused person that was just like taking all this verbal and and, and physical abuse and mental abuse to kind of like the survivor to kind of like this is one you know badass chick that you'd want to have on your your side in a fight because she's become so amazing and she just she knows what has to be done even to the point where it means killing two gir- uh, killing lizzie you know what i mean because she can't be um around like to me that's just um it's very disheartening and it's very it's very difficult uh for for, for carol to do that but she knows that what's what has to be done so to me it's like it's just a character building moment and those two deaths like it didn't affect me as much as it affected carol and uh, me seeing that and yeah. understanding that that's the sacrifice you have to make or that's what the choice a hard choice she had to make and even and even you know tyrese at that point kind of understanding like that that's my number one
1: Your all three yeah. of your picks were like come like those were scenes that did affect me like they're all very emotional based scenes that's you again that even pushes me further into wanting to rewatch the series um which seasons was it that they that they had died i want to um we're talking about was, was it, it? season uh, beginning of season 5 or it's going to be i think
0: it's oh i got to look that up now i don't remember cause
2: Wait, so what season is it at now
0: they're at 7, seven. now at 7 now So what
2: i'm getting is like the, the most impactful like deaths were More towards the beginning of the series.
0: Yes and no. I mean, there's been very much, uh, very, like, a lot of the deaths now, and I think the reason for that is because you've got time to learn these characters. So, like, with, I think one of the most impactful, obviously, Glenn, Mm -hmm. as mentioned, you know, might be cookie cutter, as you say, but to have that character from the beginning, from the episode two, of the, and just like seeing him progress. So, I think what's going to happen is a lot of the main characters, for the most part, have felt safe for now. You know, like, Shane was a main character, Lori, but, like, these other characters that I'm mentioning, Herschel became a very beloved character based on his his uh, interaction with the group and what he brought to the group. Beth was somebody that was there a long time. I think, you know, Rick and Michonne, uh, Maggie, um, Carl, Daryl, any of those other, like, long mainstay characters that you have an affinity for, yeah. I think it's still going to be very impactful and emotional, oh, and they, yeah. they go but i think i think from a storyline standpoint there's certain if you look at it from a storyline standpoint and how like the different interactions and the overall just impactfulness of the group and who plays what part i think that's where you see the dynamic shift between each of the like where the group is going with the deaths of each of these characters it kind of like shifts the whole yeah. paradigm of what they're they're about and i think it's i think that's great storytelling so yeah i agree well before we get out of here um let's just uh Plug some stuff. Um, again, plug your plug your your channels, uh, your Facebook page, your Twitch.
2: All right, so yeah, um, be sure to check it out. We do some gaming. Um, it's kind of now. And I don't know if many people are familiar with the whole Twitch setup. Usually, you have just one person playing a game, and they're kind of struggling to like make conversation with themselves. Is as, as what I'm getting. But we have kind of have more of a this type of format. You know, so you know, we have me and in, in the Don where, you know, commenting on the gameplay but also communicating with you guys. And um then we have Tiff, the lovely Tiff. Um the lovely Tiff. The lovely Tiff who will be like a lot of times behind the helm helm playing the game, but also she will sit in and talk about it. Um so that's Geek GASMIC, G three three K G A S M I C. Um, apparently I'm not too tired because I can still spell <laughs> <laughs> hey. um, so yeah we got, we got that going on so definitely want to check that out um, we have a Twitch channel so check out our page and also you can check that out to see about our giveaway um, did you want to I, I, the next game we're going to be doing is Horizon. Horizon. So, Ooh. and I, that, I, honestly, I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. I'm stoked so. too. It looks it looks really good. Like I like a good story game, and it looks like a free roam type of story game. So I'm I'm looking forward to that.
0: That's very very cool. Anything else you want to plug?
1: Um. Trying to think what KB says. Okay. okay. I, I,
0: I can do this. I, I, it's not like I don't know what he does.
1: I know, <laughs> but I know that he does this. Um, check out the Facebook page because Jay Free and KB do covers of the week.
0: Yes. So, Facebook.com uh, <laughs> slash Free Your Geek Podcast. If you're watching on 59 Media uh, right now on the Facebook page, or if you're looking at any of the other pages that these fine gentlemen have shared it to, if you go to Facebook.com slash Free Your Geek Podcast, every Wednesday I put up DC covers. KB puts up. Marvel covers, so we talk about that. We post different articles we find, videos, trailers, everything to our Facebook page. We have our uh, social media accounts, Twitter, uh, Instagram, free your geek on that. Um, we're still doing we're still working on a twitch page I'm going to but I'm leaving that to KB and Don where it's going to be free your geek gaming. gaming. yep, so check that out. I have a website jfreethegeek.com that's just j f r e e thegeek.com. so I just kind of put some stuff up there. That's pretty much it. Uh, question. If I, if I
2: throw up. Oh, for go Storm for it. Um, all right. Also, check out my dad's website, StormTheCastle.com. I have to, you know, um, the, he's the OG, the original geek. Um, and also his YouTube channel is the Epic geek. Fantasy. And uh, by the way, we have now you can become an original our original <laughs> geek-gasmic OG <square>. gamer. OG squid. <laughs> OG Squared. That's if you go for the geekasmic. So I had to throw that out there. These guys have <laughs> their own tagline, yeah. so
0: so stormthecastle.com. I love that yeah. website too. That's that's a great, uh, yeah, it's a great yep. website. But uh, you you were calling him. What else would you call him? The geek father. The geek, the father. geek father.
2: Oh, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that.
0: So uh, that's about it for us today. Where I pulled on the curtain before, pulled over the curtain. You guys can't really see that, but it's like it's snowing out like a. I, I like, like a jerk right now, so we, we don't want to get all caught up in this. But thank you all for joining us there. Feel free to share this with your friends. Um comment. And that's the other thing I want to talk about. We we you know we got plenty of comments in here, but what are the top three deaths that you guys that hit you guys the most? Comment in the uh the video and uh you know we'll check it out and you know where we can. Don and I will respond into the free your geek uh logo. But yeah, we, we'd love to hear from you as well. So normally we throw our, our catchphrase um, it's normally uh, start your weekend with your geek friends, but since we 're doing this on Sunday, did you, did you say you had a replacement? Uh, I wish I had a cricket sound effect
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. why don't you <laughs> Hey it's the end of the week it's a good time to be a geek
0: That's true. I was going to say start your ge- start your week with a dose of geek
1: that's better.
0: but hit him with the other one. And get your geek on. Bye everybody. Thank Thanks you. for being here by oh, the way. Thank Lumber you J. very much. See you, folks.